0: this is fm 100.5 101.9 am 1450 and wgnsradio.com rutherford county place to talk this is rutherford issues hitting right at what matters most to all of us here in the heart of tennessee from murfreesboro to smyrna eagleville to laverne leanna to barfield and everywhere in between if it matters to you, you'll hear about it in the next hour here on Rutherford Issues. Now your host, Brian Barrett.
1: Right now at the time, 1025, I'm Scott Walker sitting in for Brian Barrett. And I know we just took a look at the weather. We're going to check on that traffic situation again in just a little while. But before we do that, we're going to take a look at some of the top news stories of the day. And you can find all the news on WGNSRadio.com. And some of the stories that we're currently working on, one deals with the murder of a woman here in Rutherford County. WGNS' Ron Jordan has more on this story.
2: Officials say they've arrested a man and charged him in the murder of his estranged wife. Police reports say 41-year-old Juan Francisco Lugo was taken into custody yesterday while driving on I-24 after the discovery of the body of 29-year-old Breca Nicole in addition to her residence in the Midland community. Victim's parents have reported her missing after finding her two young children at home alone. Lugo being held on a $500,000 bond and faces charges of murder, tampering with evidence and abuse of a corpse. Lugo booked into the Rutherford County Jail, where he's being held on a half a million dollars bond. A hearing is set for June 6th in General Sessions Courts. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. Again, that's one of the many stories you'll find this morning on
1: WGNSRadio.com. There are several other stories, but here is another one dealing with a murder that took place earlier this year. And this murder involved a man by the name of Eric Bixler, who was found deceased on July 26 at his home. Bixler's body was found at his home on Osbury Lane. The case has been bound over to the grand jury, as stated by Rutherford County District Attorney Jennings Jones.
3: Deputies discovered the body of Eric Bixler. A 911 call was made by neighbors after Mr. Bixler's girlfriend ran to their home covered in blood. Detectives Ty Downing and Steve Brown were assigned as lead investigators. After the conclusion of their investigation, the detectives charged Christopher Robinson and Christopher White of Hopkinsville, Kentucky, with first-degree murder, Two counts of especially aggravated robbery, two counts of especially aggravated kidnapping, aggravated burglary, and employing a firearm during the commission of a dangerous felony. Mr. Robinson and Mr. White appeared before a general sessions judge in Rutherford County, represented by separate counsel. A preliminary hearing was held on October the 29th of this year in the general sessions courtroom for Rutherford County. At the conclusion of the hearing, the matter was bound over for grand jury consideration. Mr. Robinson and Mr. White await presentment of their case to a Rutherford County grand jury.
1: Again, that is one of the many news stories you'll find at WGNSRadio.com. We're now going to take a look at that traffic situation. Commander Chuck has the latest for us on that. Good morning. Still some traffic out here on 840 as you make your way up by Sulphur Springs. Traffic's still not too bad as you head over towards Franklin Williamson County. Just watch your speed. Looking good out here as far as interstate accidents. Some short and go delays now up and down sections on Memorial. Hey, curious campouts. A family sleepover with the kids 2 to 6 at Ripley's Aquarium on January 2nd. All the details at Ripley's Aquarium Facebook page. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. Again, that was Commander. Chuck, thanks a lot for that traffic update remember you can find all the latest and local news on our website all at wgnsradio.com we're going to take a short break but when we come back we've got a guest with us this morning in studio and joel vernon is here and we'll be talking about i don't know joel what what exactly I, i mean you came here with a list of topics right
4: Right, right. We'll just figure it out when we get back. All right,
1: that comes your way next. Right now, again, the time ten twenty nine. You're tuned in to WGNS on this Tuesday morning.
4: Krista here with Fleet Feet. We are
2: open, offering all the great services that we typically do, following the guidelines of the CDC and the WHO. We're wearing masks. We ask that you do too during this interesting time. The store operations are ten to five Monday through Saturday and one to four on Sunday.
1: It's a slick pig barbecue spicy wings and brunswick stew everything made fresh for you at the slick pig barbecue there's lean smoked turkey and chicken too Rips so tender don't need to chew well come on folks i'm telling you it's a slick pig barbecue
2: in 1920 east maine you're gonna love the pig Slick Pig Barbecue, a Murfreesboro tradition.
0: We know that selecting the right flooring can be difficult. That's why City Tile offers design consultants to help you. City
2: Tile and
4: floor.
1: I'm Andrew Young, continuing the family tradition at City Tile. We are remodeling houses from every type of flooring that you can possibly think of. We are helping customers make their wow house. We know that selecting the right flooring can be difficult. That's why City Tile offers design consultants to help you. Make
2: your house a wow house, City Tile and Floor.
1: Nominate your favorite educator. Send the name to WGNS.
2: This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a
1: lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me, every single day has been an honor. That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the law offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, know that we are here for you, too.
0: issues on news radio WGNS.
1: right now that time 10:31 you're tuned into WGNS again on this Tuesday morning it is the 29th of December Joel Vernon in studio with us Joel one of the things that you know you have enjoyed in the past and, and still do is hitting the streets and helping those who are homeless and over I don't know the last couple of years in doing that, what are some of the stories you've run across?
4: Well, it definitely is has been um, a thing for me that you know when uh, when you and I have gotten out and we have uh, talked with the homeless, we've been in and seen where they've lived. You know, I think sometimes when people will go by and we were just kind of discussing this before we came on air, people look at the um, the homeless people and they don't really understand. They don't really understand it. Some are down and out on their luck, but a lot of the stuff that you and I have uh, looked into is more of a mental illness problem.
1: Yeah, it, it seems like there's so many out there who suffer from a mental illness who are living on the street. They don't know the first thing about how to treat it, how to help themselves to treat it. So it's, you know, it's almost a revolving door. If somebody does get help, let's say somebody in the community steps up and helps them get an apartment. Well, the problem with that is they're not getting the help for the mental illness portion. So therefore, they're going to be right back out there on the street, you know, in no time.
4: Yeah, I mean, 100%. And and they don't know what to do. And so realistically, I don't think we have enough programs within the community to help with that. Um, I think we find more people that go by the uh, someone that's standing there looking for money and our first inclination is this person looks like they could get a job even if they're younger, but they don't realize, um, what their mind is and how that is. And, and yes, they may be on drugs and yes, they may be on alcohol, but you know, if you feel prompted to give them 15 or 20 bucks, do it because whether or not, and like I was talking with you before, whether or not they're going to buy that on alcohol or food, just one little piece of mind out of the mental illness, and the things that you and I have, have discovered is it just gives them a little bit of peace away from that. And some of them don't know how to get away from the mental illness.
1: Yeah. And there's so many of them who let's say if they are an alcoholic, their alcoholism is so extreme. If they didn't have that drink, then they're going to go into withdrawal. And that's a whole nother set of issues that can come because of that.
4: Yeah. It's uh and, and we've seen it firsthand. We've, you know, I've personally taken, um, someone to a facility and before we even got to the facility you know they weren't ready to be there but even when they went there and even when we got them into things and we got them into different places they just don't know how to handle um i compare it to like a prisoner come a prisoner coming out of prison for the first time they don't know how to handle being out in the real world and so that's why you find an enormous amount of people who've been in prison that go back to prison. It's the same with these people with mental illness. When you get them help and they're getting the help, they get back out, they have nothing at that point or anyone to guide them, so they drop right back into their old into the old ways.
1: You know, and there's another situation at hand that a lot of people don't think about, but a lot of the motels where you see people who are living weekly, some will stay there months on end, some have been there for several years in fact, in some of these motels, but the cost of living in a motel, it adds up to around $1,200 per month. So they don't have any room to start saving money to put a deposit down on an apartment and to pay the first month's rent. So that's another revolving door that those who are homeless or who are of really low income are experiencing. They're not able to save any money if they're paying $1,200 a month for a motel room, which is outrageous
4: yeah and they can't and they can't get up on their feet, you know um realistically, there's a house in my neighborhood actually where it looks like people have have they're bringing in people some with mental illness, some with a drug problem, and they're letting them rehab there maybe a year, maybe a year and a half, but they're able to get up on their feet, they're able to figure out how to. Um, maybe put back some money or do something like that so they can take care of themselves. Other than that, it's, it's just one big revolving door, and we sit around, and not just in Murfreesboro, but if you, if you look out in California, if you look out in the Oakland area and things like that, have driven by numerous, numerous, numerous homeless camps, and it's just amazing that there's not something more um, that we can do.
1: It's uh, The mental illness portion of it is you know probably the saddest part of homelessness because there's schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, then you have depression on top of all of that but the schizophrenia portion of it you, you, the medications that treat that they take up to 6 weeks to even start working and during that 6 week period it may make them feel tired when they didn't used to feel tired so so in other words if they stay on it for 6 weeks are they going to get off of it? Because that's what a lot of them do. They'll try it for a short time. They'll think it doesn't work. And then they're off the medication and they're back to square one.
4: Right. I mean, it's, and the other thing is, is they get a, they get a little bit of medicine and then they end up not being able to afford um, the other meds and things like that. And where we're as a country, where we're allocating our money and different things, we're so worried about other places other than here in our own, Country just as far as helping out, and there's I believe there's just so much more that can be done. You know, we have when prisoners get out, they have halfway houses for them to come to, right? So why can't we have more of those kind of homes for people who are dealing um, with that style of drug issue, where they need to get more counselors uh, for mental for mental illness, and a lot of a lot of them just can't afford counseling. Is not cheap, and a lot of them can't afford someone to go to to help them talk through their problems
1: you know fortunately here in rutherford county we have the guidance center which offers help to those who are low income or homeless but then there's another set of issues that you know those who are needing the help have to face that is once they get to for example the guidance center they have to wait they have to wait for their turn to be called for them to get you know seen by or get counseling but that waiting for somebody who has schizophrenia, for example, that is daunting uh, to To be in a room surrounded by other people and just sit there and wait. That's hard for somebody to do who has a mental illness.
4: Yeah, I agree with you on that. And the other thing, too, is um, talk about being there with a bunch of other people. They're nervous already about talking about their problems. So they would rather just go back under, just say the church street bridge, sit by fire, take down a couple of beers and just be able to relax, you know, and, and you and I have talked to numerous of these people and they have kind hearts. They have, some of them are veterans. Some of them just can't get back up on their feet and they, they don't want to be there. They just don't know how to get out of it.
1: So would an answer be to have maybe a nurse, nurse practitioner, Maybe a group of them that actually visit different homeless camps once a month or weekly in order to make sure they do have the right medication, and that they are slowly getting help.
4: Yeah, yeah, and and I think I think in the within the community that's going to take um, people who are doctors or nurse practitioners that really have a heart for it, that really will give of their time, um, you know, to go out. Um, you know we've done numerous drives for for sleeping bags and different things and and I think there's just got to take there's got to be more people for a heart for it because um, these people are hurting and if we could help just a little bit um, that would be a big deal
1: you know I I don't know that there is just a simple answer on how to solve the problem or or how to help with the problem I, I think there's a lot of things that come into play with it for sure
4: well and I think also too and Literally, um, this was probably four years ago. You and I experienced this. We went to visit a, um, one of the homeless guys here that you see a lot. Um, his name's Red. And we went to Vanderbilt where he was having some surgery done. And literally just the look on his eyes, the tears that came down when we walked in there. He wasn't expecting us to come. He wasn't expecting us to come visit him. Or, 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 and, and we were there. And it's just, sometimes I just think that these homeless people want someone to talk to. Because when you're, when you're just by yourself, all you have to do is sit in your problems and think about it. And at that point, that drives you to kind of maybe even a depression. Look at me. Look where I am. I could have done better. you know. And sometimes they just want people to talk to that, that care about them.
1: We've got to take a short break for Good Neighbor Events. And when we come back, we'll talk more about this growing problem of homelessness. Time right now, 1040.
0: This is Good Neighbor Events with Bart Walker. Brought to you by the Law Offices of John Day and AmeriCare Pest Control.
1: Does your home or business need COVID-19 virus cleaning? Hi, I'm Tom Sweat from AmeriCare Services. We're a locally owned company and we specialize in cleaning and disinfecting for the COVID-19 virus. Our EPA registered and approved products are 100% effective at killing COVID-19. To learn more, contact Americare at 893 7111 or on the web at AmeriCareServices.com forward slash coronavirus.
2: Now WGNS Good Neighbor Events. The Rutherford County Library System thanks medical professionals, law enforcement officers, firefighters, teachers, and everyone who's brought us through this pandemic. The library is offering extended checkout periods. That continues now through May 31st. Something else going on right now? Buy one and get one free. Yearly or monthly facility passes to Sportscom or the Patterson Community Center. That's right, buy one and get one free. That's from the Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. COVID-19 made this holiday season quite different. And as a result, the 37th Annual Oakland's Candlelight Tour of Homes is virtual and continues. With your donation, you get a link to the tour. Go to oaklandsmansion.org. Don't throw away old glory. Retire your American flag with respect. Bring it by WGNS. And let the scouts from BSA Troop 2019 retire it with dignity. We also recycle Bibles
3: from the Fox Sports studios in Los Angeles. Here's Deb Carson.
4: NFL Week 16 wrapped up last night from Foxborough, with the AFC East champion Bills improving to 12 and 3, completing a sweep of the Patriots, 38 to 9. In the win, Josh Allen threw for 320 yards and four touchdowns. Three went to Stephon Diggs. Buffalo sits in the AFC's number two seed. Patriots fall to 6 and 9. The Rams will start quarterback John Wolford Sunday against the Cardinals as Jared Goff recovers from his thumb surgery. Coach Sean McVay says rookie Bryce Perkins will back up Wolford. The teams also were working to sign Blake Bortles off the Broncos' practice squad. In baseball news, the Padres are finalizing a deal to acquire pitcher Hugh Darvish from the Cubs. While in the NBA, the Trailblazers knocked off the Lakers' 115-107. Damian Lillard led Portland with 31 points. Grizzlies beat the Nets in overtime, but lost Ja Moran, who was taken off the court with what's feared to be a significant... How
3: are you feeling today? More than an empty question. It's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension St. Thomas, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. ERs at Ascension St. Thomas hospitals are open 24-7. Get the care you need at
2: getsthealthcare.com. Turn to Turner Security.
0: Consumer Warrior Clark Howard. We
2: discuss ways you can save more, spend less,
0: and avoid getting ripped off. Weekdays eleven to one here on WGNS Rutherford issues on News Radio WGNS.
1: News time right now ten forty five. Joel Vernon in studio with us this morning, talking a little bit about homelessness here in Rutherford County and beyond. Uh, you know, there, there's such a huge influx it seems like of homeless all over middle Tennessee and I I think I think we're going to see more of it because of COVID and the loss of jobs not saying that you know somebody loses a job they're not instantly homeless or anything like that but those who have other problems on top of the problem of job loss those are the ones more likely to become homeless as opposed to just you know your regular John Doe out there who can probably find another job
4: Oh, no, uh, 100% agree. I mean, I think it's um, you are going to see a flux, right? And it's just going to get worse. And then so now we've got some that are that are homeless just because they can't afford where they live. And then we've got the ones that are dealing with with the mental illness. And so that's where um, we just have to do better as a community. I mean, we just we really do have to do better as a community. And it's going to take it's going to take work. It's going to take people volunteering their time. I think sometimes a lot of us, and I'm just talking about myself included, we sit in our nice homes. We sit around our nice fireplaces, and I think sometimes it's a little taken for granted what others don't have. Um, and, and so we as a community can get out there and help, and it's just getting those people to step up now. How is it that we can get more people to step up cuz it's going to get worse in the next couple of years.
1: You know, on a on a positive note, there is a lot of help out there that is available for those who are in need of help, but it takes that first step of walking through the doors of for example, Greenhouse Ministries or Barnabas Vision or the Journey Home and and then asking for it. You know, saying, "Hey, this is this is what I need help with. I need this this and this."
4: Yeah, and and these people aren't just going to come and do it. Like they're they're happy or, or they're sitting where they are they're just not going to walk into those homes and i believe it's going to take and i mean you and i have done a good bit but it's going to take more people actually just going out and showing these people that they care about them and and look these people aren't the greatest smelling they aren't the greatest but but at th- at that point that's not where what needs to be in our heads it needs to be these are people just like us and literally um Talking about this with a friend the other day, I mean, you could go from being comfortable to having nothing within minutes or you know, within days. And so we have to realize that but these people, they just they need a push. Hey, there is a journey home you can go to. Hey, why don't you check this out?
1: And the cool thing about, for example, the journey home is that it's a day shelter. They serve breakfast. They serve lunch. But they also have showers there for those who are homeless who, you know, don't have the luxury of having a shower. And yeah. those things are needed
4: yeah 100 percent. and i mean looking now as it's getting colder in murfreesboro as well these people um that don't have a place um are suffering and things like that so they're um like i said i think it has to start with more people having that caring heart to go out and just talk with the people you know what i mean because these people just they just need to know that someone's there to and it has a, a heart or care for them
1: it's really just a matter of getting involved and you can volunteer for some of these nonprofits and see you know just ask them how can i help how can i lend a hand here and get more involved and they'll tell you
4: yeah 100 percent. i mean um calling the journey home calling, calling you know barna's vision even calling up here at the radio station on wgns you know we can put you in touch with people um, that can help. We can even show you some things of, of where you want to go or, or, or where to go see these people and just show that you care.
1: Maybe, maybe that would be like a, a New Year's resolution for some of the listeners out there to say, you know, this year I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do more to get involved in my community. I'm going to do more in helping out those who really can't help themselves in a lot of situations.
4: Well, I think that um, we all know that when, when you're helping and serving others, it makes you feel better as well. But it, but it's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to you know love God and love people.
1: You know, the uh, uh, something else that people don't talk a whole lot about, the homeless count of, of children who are attending school here in Rutherford County, there's actually quite a few. And, and when I say homeless, it's a lot of kids who are literally couch surfing with mom, couch surfing with dad, staying in a different place every single night, sometimes in a motel, sometimes in their car. Uh, but there is a high number of homeless children in Rutherford County believe it or not
4: yeah and it's not their fault either the kids it's it's not their fault and and realistically too as they get older it becomes a pattern so if they do this throughout their throughout their childhood it could become a pattern for them as well because they don't know any different
1: yeah it's how they grew up yeah so it's kind of hard to break that chain when you don't know what the chain is
4: yeah and it's and so. Like I said, it's just going to take you, the listener out there, who has a heart to care, um, to call us up and say, "Hey, what can I do to help out?" Um, I mean, and you know, if you're not a person that can, um, that it that can get out and talk in that way, you know, we have done. Um, Sleeping bag drives. We, you know, we raised enough money to give out 500 sleeping bags a couple years ago. I mean, donating your time is one thing, but also donating your money as well to help out goes a long way um, in certain areas.
1: It definitely does. And we're already out of time, but thank you for joining us this morning. Hey, no problem. Time again right now, ten fifty one. We have more local news coming up, including a look.
2: At the obituaries, that will come your way in just a minute. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, Capstar.com.